0: Hello, and welcome to our first guest of 2020, Miss Bobby Bonello. Uh, In this session, we'll be talking about everything from fad diets to keto diets, even to spirituality, uh, and also how to get started in any transformation, whether it's body or nutrition. Enjoy. This is The Dog Days with Ollie Scott, Junior Style, and Ian McKenzie. And that was the most successful <laughs> five seconds of silence you've done so far. I did four, yeah. Hello, 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 hello. hello. Welcome, welcome. Twenty twenty. Here we are, our second podcast of the year. Um, thank you, Miss Bobby Bonello. First guest doing? of the
1: year.
2: Thank welcome, you for Bobby. Having me, guys. Yeah,
0: how do you feel you're our first guest of this year? It is. Is it exciting?
2: Really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Being
3: oh,
2: the super fan of the big days on. that you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, like, wow.
3: you're the first desto- uh, guest to request to come on, actually.
0: Yeah, thanks for that. I was really sweet of you. <laughs> <laughs> Not the
3: first, actually,
0: but someone what i before. Did someone request? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. I don't want to name names. Name, name them, I don't know. You have to name, name them now. Did they come on? Uh, yeah, they came on. Hey, Who was they it? Came on twice. Who was it? Hey. Josh? No, we didn't record one of the episodes. Oh, uh Yeah. Okay, anyway, yeah. so hello, thank <laughs> you, Bobby Benello. So, if you are wondering who that name, by the way, what a wonderful name! I've been Bobby saying Bunnell. it in my ne- in my head in a New York accent.
3: He oh. seems to think it sounds like an American gangster. How yeah. do you feel about that?
2: I can see the resemblance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where does
1: Bonello come from? It's
2: Maltese. Is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, I'm getting a Maltese vibe, and Vanessa. Very <laughs> yeah. similar. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. I really you got that. can see that. Yeah. yeah. Actually. I love do
2: you water. actually know where Malta is? Yeah,
1: I've been to yeah. Gozo. I yeah. went to the Blue Hole. <laughs> I've, I've been not to Gozo. been. I've not been. I've. I've. It's
3: like. Um. Yeah. It's a nice holiday destination to go. Gozo. Gozo. Gozo is where, where my, my, my brother. Visit. Brother had his honeymoon in Gozo. Oh, really yeah. There's question. that moors. Where is that blue? Where on
2: the map? is Oh, it's it? near. It's bordering,
3: bordering. Italy.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just under Italy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah <laughs>
0: well, look at that.
1: I'm actually really impressed.
0: I'm geographically.
1: He would stated, never. He like, would
0: like, never like, have got
3: that.
1: <laughs> Estonia.
0: Anyway, Bobby, thank you for joining us. We are. Um. I. I think if this podcast has gone out right. There should be a little prelude at the beginning of this saying that we are diving into the world of nutrition and diets. Diet and nutrition. Um, exactly. This, uh, this is our the first of our series of our new series. So this well, this year, we're focusing on deep diving in different subjects, whether it's diets to love to masculinity. Um, and we've now got four full weeks to dive into this and you're our first guest. So being a body transformation coach, obviously... I imagine there's a lot more focus around the physical side, but we still want to dive in around the diet and nutrition that you'd be giving to your clients and everything else. But before we do that, um, I want to hear more about how you got into that. What it, What is a body transformation coach? Um, and where did it begin for Vanello?
2: So um, I actually kind of fell into it um, because within my time at uni, I was going to the gym and people was always asking to train with me and then I had actually had people ask me to train them so I kind of set up a system where I would go to the gym with them and I don't think the gyms knew that because I wasn't their PT but um then and I would and I would just start training people because they would ask me to train them and then I thought well I might as well make a business out of this because I was doing psychology at the time and to get the best results with your body, it's all about having that sync with mind and body. Mm. Um, Connection. Yeah, well, um, mind-body connection is really, really important, but it's also having the right mindset towards Mm. fitness because fitness and actually getting a transformation with your body isn't down to just wanting to look a certain way. It's having a certain mindset to be able to do everything to get there. In the first you, place.
0: And I'm, I guess that's not something that you're born with knowing. Were you were you always in really good shape and then naturally fell into that? Or were you kind of faced with a, a challenge of being out of shape before?
2: No, I was, I was out of shape before. Um, I think mentally I thought I was worse than what I was because my sisters were always, like, really skinny and I was kind of the shorter, chubbier one. <laughs> so when you're shorter, it's you look bigger as well when you've got some meat on you. So
0: um, And you weren't always obsessed with... Diet and exercise when no. you were a
2: kid. No, no, so where, I was where did that come from? Like McDonald's was down the road. I had that five <laughs> days a week. I used to five days a week, like, well, I've got a new burger now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, um, my stepdad would always bring us home treats. I used to have like Dr. Pepper Monster Munch all the time. I used to have that was like my two things. That was a monster, monster Munch. yeah, Dr. Pepper, monster Munch,
0: yeah, has been gaming as well, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 and then, um. For breakfast, like we used to go for fry-ups all the time. My stepdad used to say, "If you're going to be late, you might as well be really late." That's something I've unlearned as well. <laughs> so we just used to go for fry-ups all the time. Like it was just, I just didn't have any concept of fitness or nutrition. It was just, I was just living. And so how did you?
1: How did you get into it? Uh, what? What? What point um, did you? Realize, well, yeah, what point time, did you realize?
2: It. It was actually because my mum wanted to start getting in shape, and she did, She was too embarrassed to go on her own to the gym. So I said that I would come to classes with her. And then the gym that I was doing the classes at was actually a bodybuilding gym. So there was a lot of inspiration around and probably the first time me actually seeing women take fitness seriously mm-hmm. and lifting weights rather than opposed to just cardio and running on the treadmill and things. So, And when I saw that, that you can actually create a shape with your body... Um, I, fe- I guess I found that quite fascinating and-, and started doing, lifting weights myself from there.
0: How how long ago was that?
2: That was when I was actually 16. Because what that, 16. like, was that 10
0: years ago, roughly, or? No,
2: testing my maths. <laughs> um, I'm 23, so that was... Seven years
0: ago. Seven years ago. I just know, the reason I ask is just because there's been, for females in particular, like men, I think we're, we're evolving into being less focused on looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever. But mm, yeah. We're more lean. We're, yeah, we're happy to be lean in the body that you should be in. Mm. Whereas women, for a long time, it was, does my bum look big in this? And that was a yeah. bad thing to have a big bum, to have curvature. Yeah. Whereas I think literally in the last seven, maybe 10 years, for women, the desirable shape is curvy, slightly muscular, um, not skinny, twiggy, sort of stick-thin, mm. 1990s mum. Do you know what I mean? So that, yeah. that's really changed. And it sounds like the time that you started going to the gym was almost the time that that started really taking shape. Yeah, definitely. Month
2: month. Definitely, actually. Now now you said that's probably another thing that got me into it because I never thought I'd be a, a, one of those skinny... I'm not tall. I'm mm. 5'1", so I never thought I was going to be that, that skinny trim, what you see on TV or top models a lot. But... Um, because that's coming in at the same time, the change shift in idea of body shape. Mm. And then I and then at the same time, I was seeing that you could actually change your body shape with weights. And you didn't have to do cardio to do it. I was like, yeah, that's perfect for me. Can <laughs>
3: so, I ask, it might be a bit personal, was mm. there anything going on in your head that made you want to go for a change? Or it was it just that you saw, you know, that looks cool? Or were you struggling personally with how you looked at that time?
2: Um, I did, I definitely went through a stage of, like, probably, I, I probably hit in depression with, with the way I felt by myself. I just thought I was fat. Um, it even I've, I have spoke about this like once on my Instagram, but it's not something that I I dwell on because it was a very, like, it was just a time that came and really, and passed very quickly, but mm. I even overdosed. On some pills and like threw up that same same day and I and I didn't tell anyone, didn't tell like my family. I just said I was ill. Um, wow, but the... at the time, you don't realise mm-hmm. that that you're actually depressed and feeling a certain way. You just kind of.
3: Well, you were very young it. then, I guess as well, right? Yeah,
2: that was when I when I was about 14, 15. Um, Was this,
0: sorry? Was this body image related?
2: Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah.
0: So fair to say that before, even before you start going to the gym and you you had the body that you did at the time. Mm it was having a negative effect on your mental health yeah. in your early teens, which in be 14 is the most transformative age for a young girl. Yeah. It's the top, oh, yeah. You know, comparison, mm. you've got, I'm well, not even Hello Magazine, I don't know, Bieber it was around that time. Bieber. But you've got all these things around yeah. you that are stimulating and reminding you about the other body shapes of women out there that are popular. Yeah. So I can imagine that was... Um, I th- well.
2: And I, I do think it was very much that... I probably felt like the ugly sister mm. out of my sisters as well. Like having two sisters, I didn't have like brothers brothers and stuff. So, um, out of my sisters, I was just I was just like the odd one out with them. So, I think that did definitely played a big role in it as well. Um,
0: After the overdose, what happened? What changed for me from that point?
2: From I don't remember. Like I don't remember too much. I just remember snippets of my childhood it's it's a weird one but the main the main difference that I saw is when when I actually started going to the gym going to um, and lifting weights and seeing that you can be confident in yourself and not be skinny Mm
1: -hmm.
2: it was there was like a mental shift there there for me that I thought other women can be uh, inspired by this as well and they don't have to feel like they've got to run for hours on a treadmill to be super skinny, they can go have fun at the gym and build a curvy body and a curvy, healthy body rather than as opposed to thinking about being stick thin.
0: Mm-hmm. And was that the so from 16 onwards that was the,
1: the mentality that you had?
2: Yeah, wow. definitely. But I didn't have the nutrition in play with it, I right. didn't have that at all. So so. Did that come
1: at university? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. At my in my last year, actually, when because i done my um, personal training um, qualification in my last year of uni. And that's when I actually learned about what nutrition does to your body and how it helps you form muscle, how it helps you burn fat. Without it, you cannot actually do any of those. You can build some muscle and a certain shape with the diet that you have, but you can't get to a certain level that you, or a, hel- a certain level of health that you want to be at by just doing the training alone.
1: I think that's what I struggle with the most, I think, is my nutrition side of things. I'll go to the gym five times a week and I'll only see small muscle mass. Mm. Mm. And then like, I've got a guy who's a nutritionist, PT, Harry Knock, and he always says, you need to eat so much more than you do. I'm like, yeah, I am trying... Well, you're
3: supposed to... You, you eat so the much. food
1: to kind of fuel the work yeah, yeah, that exactly,
3: you're doing, yeah. not to fuel your, fuel your body. Uh, Sorry, we said... Oh, awesome I used Wenger it. it. Used
0: I, it I, said I said I'd get it in first. Sorry, Bobby, a little personal joke there. We, someone, <laughs> I'm reading a book at the moment and Arsenal Wenger, Arsenal Wenger, whatever his name is, quote was, you use food to fuel your body. And, and...
3: No, it's true. It, it's true. It's repositioning foods from something that you just always yeah. eat for pleasure, but to actually use it as fuel to help you in exercise. And mm-hmm. that's something... I think in terms of something I struggle with is is um yeah maintaining a consistent food plan but I never look at it as like oh, I've worked out really hard and I actually need this food so it's a, you know I I'm, I'm permitted to eat a little bit more than normal perhaps mm. um so I guess that's why we that I think that's relevant the do you agree? using food as fuel just
0: on the myth busting front as money you term this this year myth busting. um do you is it true like it's something like 60% of it is diet and 40 is the workout would you? Would you give it as It'd that It'd be sort more
2: of eighty diet. Really, really? yeah. Well,
0: thank God we got a whole month to talk about this
2: then. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the, when I didn't realize, and you, and no one will realize until you make the transition yourself and see it for yourself, and and within you could do, a, even do a test on it on yourself. Do one month training and don't think about diet. Don't do anything with diet, and then do the next month, add in the diet on top of that. And you'll see within the first week or two weeks, you'll see a, a big difference, as long as you're on the right kind of plan, getting the, in the right nutrients and mm-hmm. minerals.
0: Um, so that, that's what I struggle with, okay? So mm-hmm. this is a really good example. Last month, I was going to Australia. I've got a brilliant strength and conditioning coach called Doug Tannehill, big shout out. <laughs> um, he's really good. I was, I was doing everything I needed to hit classes, muscle building stuff. Didn't care about my diet. It was mm-hmm. December. So I said to myself, like the story everyone tells themselves in December, it's December. So I didn't look after my diet, whereas now it's this month, it's January, I want to make sure I can look after it. So my, my my kind of problem is, I guess, if I, it's January, right? So if I get this diet down, who's to say and how do I then create it uh, as a habit and make it become a habit for February and it carries on? Is there science behind making it enjoyable, making it varied? How do you get a client that comes to you and goes, right, Bobby, I want to, I want to change my body, mm. but not just for a month,
1: forever. Yeah, because yeah. we spoke about this the other day, didn't we? Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, they're the only, actually, um, apart from after doing my keto, which we can talk about later, I've I done a fixed plan on that, but the only guides I pretty much do are personalised. I don't have um, guides that are, that are fixed at the moment. They're all, all personalised, so the way i i set them out as well are in a lifestyle form so i put it into basically categories of um like a pick and mix category of protein veg and carbs and then you can mix and match them and create meals with that because you're what you got to think of it is as a lifestyle it's not a short term diet you're not going on a diet for 4 weeks and then getting this body for the, for this body it's just not going to happen like Aww. you you need to change your shift your mindset from that mm. and turn it into a lifestyle and if you have a healthy lifestyle then you can do things like if you're going on holiday you can get even more specific with it and and really up your diet but for your natural lifestyle mm. you just need to come out of the habits of really being conditioned to eat certain foods that are not good for you but are making a lot of money for the industry for like processed meats, mm. like high sugar foods. All of them have things in it that are addictive mm. and you are literally addicted to them. If, if you if you can't stop yourself from eating a McDonald's burger or a chocolate or something like that at le- for at least once a month, you're probably likely addicted to it. Mm. Because um, studies have shown that sugar is more addictive than cocaine and they start you on the, the, the adverts for sugars uh, start at when you're a kid. Mm. So they latch onto you when you're a kid and then you're addicted from there and then you're screwed. Um, so... <laughs> so I was eating so,
1: cereal but... when I was like two. And cereal, how much sugar yeah. is in cereal? It was the worst. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: that, and there's more, been more regulations around mm. it recently. You yeah. can get better cereals now but i don't know if you've been watching on netflix there's a lot of programs that have come out like what the health yeah, game, game changers yeah. yeah yeah, and it, and it just goes to show as well because they go to cancer research and they showed that they show them like meat an overconsumption of meat causes cancer in the body they show the actual real results and they've turned down the even the interviews and they've said i'm not speaking to you anymore because mm-hmm. the meat industries pay cancer research so cancer research then put on their diet plans that you should be eating meat and things like that. And, well, we're now um, getting into
0: poos territory, yeah. aren't we? Ooh. Just,
3: just, before, yeah. I, I was thinking, um, because you'd mentioned, and I had this written down, the word diet, like, what do you think of that? The reason I'm asking is because you'd mentioned um changing eating plans, you know, to go really severe one way or another. It's not that sustainable for four weeks because I think, I don't know if you're insinuating this, but people fall into old habits and they, they can easily, you know, when you try and go, okay, I'm I'm just going to eat vegetable and chicken and sack off carbs. Mm. It's not really a sustainable way to eat from my experience because as soon as, I don't know, if you have a, a beer, for example, and then you let your sort of boundaries go, um, on the way home you can get like a load of chips and then you've introduced that food group back into your life and then you just kind of, that, two weeks of work has gone out the window. So what I'm trying to say is, what do you recommend to your clients from a sustainable living plan kind of, yeah.
0: Could, the actual life diet,
3: yeah, you're speaking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you recommend? Because I assume that your clients, you know how people operate, like they can easily slip into bad habits and they can they have mishaps. So what do you, how, how do you try and go in, around their diets?
2: Yeah, so I just be real with them and say for the majority of your life and your lifestyle, eat, healthy like if you're starving hungry before grabbing something sweet or or something that you really crave when you're really hungry so you want something very full and sugary go for that Um, make sure you're prepared and go for that the the meal that you've prepared or prepare a nice meal if you have the time there and eat that first and then you'll you'll find that either you won't want the thing after, or even if you do have the thing after, over time that will slowly reduce because you're constantly going for the good thing first. Mm. So if you don't...
3: Sorry, what type of... So what meals are you kind of recommending to the guys? So
2: you want... Within your... On your plate, you want good fats, so things like avocados, olives, um, nuts, um, oils, uh, good oils like olive. extra virgin olive oil, avocado Mm -hmm. oils, um, things like that and then um, you also want complex carbs so complex carbs are, they actually burn calories to break down in your body as opposed to simple carbohydrates that just turn to fat so complex carbs are things like potatoes sweet potatoes um, you want brown rice, brown pasta if you're having that um, things like that and then for the protein side um, I'd I've recently cut out meat, but I still if, if you eat meat, I'm not against it. So if and you want it in your lifestyle plan, um, then you'll go for more more uh, white meats, more white fish, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. If you want to stay leaner, um if you don't mind bulking, then you can go for some red meats and some red fish as well. But they do say red meat and red fish, you should only have that like once a week. Mm-hmm. Sure.
1: Well you can get well, they say you can get a lot more protein from plants, can you?
2: Well the difference with plants is you don't just get the protein, you get um you get other nutrients within it. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> protein is just adding protein to your body, but amino acids are the building blocks for proteins, which is in a lot of plant based protein. Um so if you think about it, what do cows eat? Grass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we eat the cows for the protein. Yeah. So, where do they get their protein from?
1: Yeah, from the grass.
2: From the grass, yeah. So,
1: we usually eat grass. Exactly <laughs> grass. Leaves. Yeah.
2: Leaves, literally. Like le- your leafy greens are probably the one of the most important things for that you protein. should be having in your meals for helping build a lean muscle, yeah. yeah.
1: Why have you made a transition then from obviously having been being, being on a keto diet, which is heavenly meat now? Heavenly meat. It's not You, you don't meat. have to. Yeah, you can you try could do even it do meat. it
2: vegan, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just about Did high fat. You
0: really fats. struggle with that on, veg- on vegan, surely.
2: Well, I, I did that, um, when did I do that? In, a year ago in September was the first time that I'd done it. Yeah. And um, I, d- I was eating meat then. Uh, okay, so I've fine. only stopped meat since October.
3: For someone who might not know, what's a keto diet? Mm-hmm. High fat
0: medium Except protein, yeah. lala in the pot. coffee. And, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, I was putting butter in my coffee. So these guys found it funny. I did
2: that too. Did you? Yep. No. Yeah, but it is
0: because what really happens you should is... Have MC.
2: You can do it a healthy way or a... Or yeah, a I did the other one. Yeah, I did, I did the this. other one. Bacon. It works. <laughs> it does actually work, but internally it's not going to be good for you. If you want it a healthy way, you need to get your fats from more um, plant-based sources um, like avocados, avocado, not olives, yeah, yeah. yeah, things like that. What Why
1: about fat? any... Go on. What about any fad diets?
2: Fad diets, uh, they're just... Some people would call keto a fad diet, but some people also loved keto so much that they would live off it. And if you're doing it in a healthy way again, Mm. then it's fine. How Um, are we we defining what?
3: Yeah, I mean, I would absolutely call keto a fad diet because it's something that... But like you said, if someone manages to adopt it for the rest of their life Mm. and that's their living plan, Mm. I think it's not a fad diet. But for some people that, like me and yourself... um, well, you were more sustainable with it than me, but I just heard he was doing it. So I tried it for a week. And for me, that was a fad diet.
0: Yeah. I did it for about, I've, it was the best my body's been in mm. ever. And it wasn't sustainable. Because I, I mean, you are like getting home broccoli, cream. I was like, just, yeah. <laughs> it's mental. <laughs> and, and weirdly, you're losing weight. Because you're the, what happens is, and tell me if I'm wrong, but the shift happens from burning, because you either burn carbohydrates or you burn fats, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently, we were burning fats, is what we were historically meant to do. Depending on which Netflix documentary you're listening to or watching, but your body makes a shift from burning sugars or carbohydrates mm-hmm. to fats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have like energy. a weird keto cold. Do you have the keto cold. Keto
3: cold. I, I didn't
2: actually get it. Like you can do a transition and still eat just small bits of carbs, ah, um, okay. and then transition into it. I didn't get it, but some some people have had it. Like who who have even tried my my guides and stuff. They've yeah. had it for like the first three days or something and after they, they said they feel great and their skin's got better and...
0: Yeah, the immediate benefits are brilliant. Energy yeah. energy goes down and it goes up the, yeah. quite a long time. Clarity, I had quite a lot more brain clarity. I don't know yeah. if that was the thing. They say there's a lot around like, like refined carbs yeah. in particular, how that is going to like, cloud your brain and it's not too good for your brain. So I think just by removing
1: that yeah. It was like a brain-carroty brain thing. Yeah. What, else, what I, else is a fad diet, by the way? That, or is, there any, like, is there any dieting techniques that like, you wouldn't agree with? Like I, I would say diet? it's
2: more mind. your what mindset. To, yeah, that's insane. What? The uh, there, there was actually diet? one going around for teenage Teenagers were doing it, weren't they? What? I What's an
0: ice cube diet? Munching ice cubes.
2: Yeah, biting an
1: ice cube. I've <a> done that, <laughs> but not for a diet. That's that's not just, a diet. I like eating ice cubes. They're quite fun. Bobby, that's not an actual thing.
2: That's what some kids were doing. That's how bad, like, it got social. It's bad. It's so bad on social media. Some kids were doing it because they wanted to lose weight. Like, so yeah, it is bad. And oh, it's, it's supposed to be a psychological thing that you, um, if you bite on it, you feel like you've eaten something, mm-hmm. which is totally doesn't make sense because. If you bite on something, it's going to make you more hungry because your body thinks you're eating, and then you're
1: not. And it's so, not it's yeah. Good. In your so in your opinion, obviously you go through a lot of body transformation with different clients, and I'm guessing your clients going to want different things, right? Yeah. Or do most of your clients want the same sort of you know curvy sort of figure, and they want to train more weight based? But in your opinion, what what is what does healthy look like? Because. People go on juice cleanses and all these diets just to lose, you know, um, eight, seven kg. And it, they get, I went on an alkaline diet and I lost a lot of weight. But, but I, felt, I felt really healthy, but yeah. I looked so unhealthy. Yeah. But, but people... you got really unhealthy
3: because Ollie went to a doctor's screening with you and yeah. he said that you had no
0: mitochondria. You had oh, yeah.
3: He was yeah, really I'm unhealthy. That.
1: So I looked, I looked, I felt really good. And I, don't I think, looked like shit. Don't, yeah, sorry. I didn't no. look. I didn't look healthy. No, but you I felt look like really you're wasting really good. away. <laughs> I did feel really good, and then we went to a. Where did we go? We went to um. The clinic, which you shouldn't mention on here, but <laughs> we yeah. went to a clinic, and he shat himself everywhere during the same time. Yeah, we yes. went together, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I held his hand ex- while <laughs> the poo just came out everywhere. No, joking. Um, and I, I had loads of mitochondria problems, um, which was linked to my diet. And it's like I went on this diet for six months, and I've you know, I was following these alkaline lists and I was only eat, cooking alkaline foods because I was led... Well, not led to... it's was quite
3: confusing because um, <laughs> Dr. Sebi said he cured cancer with that diet, didn't he?
1: That's and, what I... This mean, what, so that's so so a a so what I'm saying. So maybe it's a form of detoxing, right? Yeah. Which yeah. can be unhealthy to a, to a healthy person. Yeah. I felt like you had an opinion on Dr. Sebi. You did. An opinion. <laughs> No, you had an opinion on the alkaline diet. <laughs> sorry. Which
2: one? Anything. <laughs> no, sorry, I don't want this
1: to turn into... Yeah, that. no,
2: the... um. Yeah. With an alkaline diet, it's, it's something I've only been introduced to recently. But, yeah, like you said, it's it's. I think it's more of a cleanse. It's not something you should live on. And this, just the whole thing around fad diets in gen- general, I think it's all about your mindset towards a diet, like what are you doing that diet for? Mm-hmm. Because if you are doing that diet to lose weight for a certain uh, amount of time, then, yeah, you're going to do that. So if you're happy with that, that's fine. And if you're happy that you're going to put the weight back on after, that's fine. But if you go into a diet... Um, thinking, okay, I want to stay on this for life, which no one does with fad diets. No one thinks, oh, I'm going to stay on this for life. So you shouldn't go into that diet thinking that you're going to get long-term results when you're asking for short-term results. Oh, so
0: I really like that. And do you know yeah. what? I did think that we were going to end up with this, with this conclusion at the end of the month, which is there is a, a diet that everyone should be sticking to, which is Great Balance. And if you want to accelerate results before a holiday, mm. whatever else, then chill, go keto. Or if you yeah. want to, like, you know, yeah. cleanse your body after boozing in all of December, do alkaline or mm. whatever. Because those diets are there to, I guess, replenish ourselves. And, and then we can, I guess, kickstart from a cleaner place.
3: Maybe. Yeah. I mean. Well, ultimately, I was listening to another podcast today that you'd recommended and... I want to lose fat, so to speak, because they're changing the word from weight, because, you know, as we know, weight can be muscle, weight can be different things. So you want to lose fat. And they said, look, to be honest, the only way is obviously to go on a calorie deficit to 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 that is how you would lose fat. But it's not sustainable for a long period of time like you're alluding to there, to just always be on a calorie deficit. You know, you can probably use it to get to the weight you wanna be, and then you try and Get, have a sustainable living plan, a sustainable meal plan that works for you?
2: Yeah, so there, there's different ways you can approach a diet. If you're looking to to cut and really shrink down, you would want to go in a calorie deficit. So that's burning more calories than what you consume. And then if you want to bulk and gain weight, you would go in a surplus. So then you would eat more con- calories than you consume. And then if you want to, there's a thing called a recomp. As well, where you can actually burn and build at the same time. Um, so then, again, you'd eat the right calories, the right macronutrients for that. Um, and you literally, it, you, you. If people come and ask me for their certain goals, I would say, like, you, if, if you want to cut first and then you want to start building a bum, you do need to go through the process of both. Um, but then, that's where I recommend keto as well, because keto is something where you can burn fat really fast. Mm. And then you could go into a recomp after, um, and then burn and build at the same time. So it's it, quite a good way of doing it.
0: Yeah. So again, in. you said something there which is going to stick with me, which is building a bum. Is that yeah. is that a, 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 a regular request? Yeah. Really. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I want to hear about this. I want to know what women come to you <laughs> and what is the specific thing they usually ask to.
2: They would generally say so. At first, if they come and ask like what what I do, what guides I have, the first thing I always ask is what are your goals. Um, and then their goals will always be, I want a flat stomach, and then I don't want a big bum. Um, that will literally be what they say. But mm. if it's not that, then it will be. Uh, then it then some women do say, oh, I just want to be stronger. Mm. But nine, nine times out of ten, they'll say, um, yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, are your clients coming from a place of um, experience working out a lot? They, you know, they're not out of shape, so to speak. Or do you get a complete sort of? already? do you get some people that you would dignify as obese? Or how, what do your clients normally? Kind um, of come out, in at us.
2: Yeah, I do have a range of clients. So I have some, like literally, I have clients from eighteen years old to seventy years old. So I, I, and then it's a lot harder with the older clients because they're still a bit more stuck in the ways of. Oh, I don't need to change anything because hmm. of this. So I do say I, I just be open and honest with them. I say like I I can create you a meal plan if you want me to. Mm. If you just want to ha- live the lifestyle you want, you're not going to be a, as healthy and you're not going to lose the weight as quickly. But we can still train. Like um, so. What I love about I'm just that generation,
0: honest, yeah. And actually, I think anybody that is past thirty five, when they get in the <laughs> gym five. and they go like oh, you know, um, this, this is what you should do to work out to have a good body, and you show them the weight section, like, oh, I don't want to be muscular, like Madonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time, I just, just, just do like, one little yeah. bicep card. doesn't I mean you're be like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger.
2: hundred percent. And what I say is actually you're really um, kind of degrading the, the value of work that goes into people becoming bodybuilders. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. you think... If everyone could be a bodybuilder, everyone would just go up in that stage but from lifting one weight. Yeah. Well, no it's a it's a complete you, you have to be you'd have to be in a in a surplus but on a very clean lean diet as well if you want to build muscle and you would have to be consistently training for over especially if you're a beginner over a good year to even be at a point where you would want to be on a stage, yeah. so it's not. Yeah, so it's just it's it's literally impossible. If if that could happen, then everyone would have big bums already. Because how many girls lift weights right now? Oh, I want a big bum. This,
0: big bums. I mean, I can't get. A big I've bum. got no bum. Yeah, I need with, a big bum. We actually, all three of us got shit. But I'm sorry <laughs> about me. I've got
2: there. some bands in my bag. Yes,
0: is that one thing on you recommend it. that we do? Like, oh yeah, bands band are work. really
2: good for isolating the glutes. So
0: you, that's when you crouch down and you do the weird little crab walk Crabble. side by side. After that, you were doing that for a while, man. I remember you doing.
1: No, no the gym. Gym. it's
2: actually really, a like, lot of so guys don't train training. glutes. And now we have someone who has pulled their muscle, glute muscle, right? Pull my
1: glute muscle. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was name.
0: with your family this time. Thank you.
2: From running, because if you've got weak glutes, your glutes is the largest muscle in your body. So if you're not training them, you're going to be more prone to injury. Mm. You're going to be, um, your postures are going to be off. Just like when when you was walking, junior. Oh, sorry, the, yeah. Oh, thank you. Walking with the limp, so yeah. that goes. That's a sign of weak glutes as well, um, and you're just not going to be stronger at all any other lifts that you're you're doing in the gym. because oh, that's my
0: biggest weakness, no. my glutes.
1: My weakness. So, what's a what's a classic struggle that you uh, come across with all, well, most of your clients, and how do you navigate that with them? Is it quite is it quite is it mentally tough for them to start obviously a new gym regime or diet plan?
2: It's a good question. I, I think because of the way I approach my clients, um, like the approach I have with training, I don't really have a struggle with them because I'm very much more getting more like spiritually connected and I do genuinely feel that all of my clients have are connected to me in some way. So, um whether it's to do with the number of door that they live at, it's crazy. Like all, all dreams pretty much have the same numbers. Talk to
1: me yeah, re- talk to us about this yeah, like, spiritual reality. <laughs> do- yeah.
2: So every we are all spiritual beings. Our own we create the universe that we think. So if you are constantly thinking negatively, you're constantly thinking that bad things are going to happen. More bad things happen, and then you recognize those bad things, and then you're attracting more bad things from that. So it comes to a place where you have to just. Be still with yourself, and not worry about what is, not worry about what was, and just be okay with the now, and live in the now with that. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: happy you brought spirituality up. I've, I have just realised I think we don't speak about it enough on this. Go back to that then. So where where's this come from?
2: Um, with clients, so struggles with clients.
0: Oh no, sorry, I mean <laughs> with that with comes. you because it's oh, not because oh, I think everybody the... stumbles across spirituality and learning and I. I I think spirituality gets a bit of a strange taboo name because it sounds very woo woo. Yeah, this is um, connectivity, right? So it's about us connecting to the planet that we live in and people that we live with. Where did that? Come? Why did you decide to learn that piece of information that you learned then? Yeah, what made you think I need to learn about humans and us and our connection?
2: Yeah, well, obviously I done psychology at uni, so that's a lot on human behaviour. Um, but then also doing that made me realise. That I didn't actually want to go into things like counseling because it's very much deeping in on your, on your past and then kind of just figuring it out from there. Whereas um NLP is more to do with positive thinking and um how you can change your mind, shift your mindset to get the things that you want. So I so I I actually studied it. I I done a um a a placement year at my university and I done it a, a for with this uh, company called life coaching. So a lot of the positive thinking and being able to get Sorry. I about
3: to sneeze. Sorry. Oh. Okay, fine. <laughs> good. Sorry on. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. There's something really important
2: to say. Then no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> and, yeah. So from there, I, I did realise that you can, if you think more positively, you're going to live more of a life that you want, rather than trying to just figure out what happened in the past. Which I don't discredit that at all. I think if there is something that's happened deep in the past, it's that's good to recognise. But it's also just good to recognise and then
3: okay, how are you going to move forward with it? It's very interesting. Sorry. It's just a few of our guests. So Alan Carr, John mm. Dicey was mentioning that mm. as well. He said that a lot of therapy goes under the bonnet where the Mm. stuff they do to try and help people give up smoking or to give up food addiction or sugar addiction is very much in the moment and focusing on... Those habits that you want to
0: change rather than yeah. you know, going under the body. Interestingly, if you then flip it and you talk about the Josh Connollys of the world who mm. they really they employ. Dive into you to, the pastoral. Well, yeah, part. they say spend time with it and, mm. and think about it and undress it, undress it. Unpack it. Yeah. I'm I kind of I'm in your world in a way. And mm. I think the more positive people that I say positive, the more energetic and who seem and appear to be positive on the surface people tend to. Have made peace with the past and yeah. are in love with their future, and are even more in love with their with their present. Mm. And they've stopped telling themselves the stories that they were tell themselves before about like the trauma that was leading their lives. I, I have to be honest. The, the people that I find that the deep dive in trauma and the past for me don't feel as happy. Like just, it's, 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 I'm going to throw mm. it out there. I feel like the people that I know that are very deep and they speak about. Um, you know, past experiences, and they're always trying
1: to like bring you back to those moments. It's almost like they're still stuck in that moment.
2: Mm. And being a victim to it as well, so wanting the world to feel sorry for you in a way, just because of what's happened to you in the past, Mm. and then if you,
1: you yeah, I mean that's quite interesting. You can, you can, yeah, we can link that straight into physical exercise and actually diet, because a lot of people, like you said before, let's say if you were obese at school and you know you got bullied and stuff, it's quite hard to to suddenly to make that change into suddenly going into a, a new body mm. that you're not used to. It must be so hard well, mentally and spiritually.
3: Well, I was going to mention, yeah, it's good you mentioned that because I, I was thinking, um, so t- to your point, I, would, I wanted to try and get it and I think it's naturally gone to that point. Are you confident that you'll never ever go back into... The, the shape that you used to not like being in? Does that make sense? Yeah. So I, are I, you very confident in yourself that that will never happen and that is gone? Like, I, I'm not that person anymore. Have you just yeah. evolved from that person? The reason I ask because um, I've had issues with my, my body image and my weight throughout my life and I know a lot of people that, have i've seen like um we see with famous people like jonah hill for example mm. you know he suddenly looks oh he's lost a lot of weight but he can always get dragged back into that old mm. version of himself so i think it's interesting to talk about this under the bonnet or living in the present because um some people seem to yo-yo in between different sort of body shapes so what yeah. do, do you ever feel like you could potentially fall back into the old ways
2: um i don't i it just wouldn't be possible because I don't even like half the foods that I used to like then, and that's how I know you're conditioned to like them, mm. and you can literally teach your taste buds. Once you start eating more healthy, the, the greasy and oily stuff actually repulses you. <laughs> like, And and I've gone from personal hand to that, so I'm not, like, against people who do eat certain foods, but mm. it's just I've gone taken that mental shift, and that's how I know it is all mental. Um yeah. it sounds uh, like a lot of your life...
0: Yeah. I mean, you've lived most of your life now in that uh, adult life, in healthy... So actually, your habits now will supersede the, the previously negative habits that you had before. So actually, the new human being is probably even more unrelatable now because it was so much, much so much time ago.
2: Yeah.
0: How do you think... I mean, like it's hard for you to sort of say, but for someone that maybe hasn't and has lived more years in the kind of negative space, mm. what are the things that you would start to say to them? If you are transforming them, you sit down with them and go, right, okay... Dave, you're 24. You're really obese, and now you come to me and you want to change your habits. Where do you start them on that journey to them becoming more like you? Yeah.
2: So the main thing I I I know a lot of people say pressure makes diamonds, but the main thing I say is like take the pressure away. Like this is your life. It's not you're not doing it for a test. You're not doing it for um, something short term. Like this is your life. So if you're going to be making a lifestyle shift, don't think that you've got a immediately go gym six days a week you've immediately got to change your whole diet you've immediately got to cut out certain foods you can just add it in slowly and work around the foods that you do like so find out the foods that are healthy that you do like and find out how to make tasty foods that are healthy that you do like and then eat towards have have a set plan with that eat towards that plan but don't also put pressure on yourself if you eat outside of it mm. um, and then with exercise, just add it in slowly again. Even if it's one day a week, so you could start for one month just doing one day a week, that where you go out for for a, like a, a really long walk, or you go gym literally one day a week. And then the next month you could add it up to two because your mental shift from just doing that alone will be, oh, I haven't been gym this week. I have like I have to go. It's Sunday. I need to go today because you're your body will start to feel weird. It will start to crave it. Just like you crave all the, all the sugary and processed foods, your body will start to crave the things that make it feel good. So although those other foods might make your mind feel good, the exercise makes your body feel good, which in ter- that then in turn makes your mind feel good. So you're you'll then the next month you can add it up and then add it up. And then over a year you're going to be on a more consistent basis than you would have just trying to go in for that one week that completely threw you off and put you off.
0: That's, I think that's really good. It's very... Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know James Clear, Atomic Habits, but, it's again, it's the way that he speaks a lot about how you embed a habit. I think Ian makes a really good point when he speaks about people that... I mean, January's a classic fucking month. I'm going to change everything, right? Okay, it's gym five times a week. It's mm-hmm. everything guys in January. Them, they've not been to the gym for the last two months yeah. and they're expecting yeah. themselves to suddenly change. it like... And the minute they don't, then like, well, I was fucking done. Fucking I was done, done. Yeah. February, yeah. summer's up. Well,
3: I like what you said. That You're changing your life, you're not... And, you know, that takes a long time. So when people can take the step back and have that perspective that this is something I'm doing to change, you know, probably to add 10 years of my life rather yeah. than just, like, I need to do it this year because I need to have a good body in summer. I'm going to one apple. Yeah, day. for some people that's it's great. Actually, because well, that's mostly you, the case,
1: unfortunately.
3: No, but for some people that's fine because mm. they've never really had a big issue with their their life's always been revolved around having like a decent shape or whatever. But mm. some people, when they're starting from nothing, you know, it is about the rest of their life. It's not just a eating plan to get them fit for the summer because you know what, they'll probably get fit for the summer, but they're likely to just Relapse, aren't they? Because mm-hmm. they've never managed to sort of change their their actual thinking. Mm-hmm. They're just doing things just for the well. That's
0: doing something just for pure aesthetics, really. Isn't yeah. It? Do you with the habit stuff? Do you focus a lot of you know where do you focus the attention? Are you like right, okay, Dave. Let's just refer to Dave. Are you are you focusing things around the food or the or the movement more? What, what's kind of what's easier for them to start sort of habitualizing
2: for clients?
0: Think? Yeah. Um, or for Dave in particular.
2: <laughs> the for. Um, well, diet isn't something that I can control because I'm not with them 24-7. So the time I do have with them is where we will create a mental shift. So I won't even necessarily talk about diet too much. I might ask them what they've eaten that day just to so that they can like actually mentally think about what they was eating because mm. you can be eating and then you can be consciously eating. So... um. So exercise is obviously easier. They don't want to let me down, and I don't want to let them down. So, so exercise is Easier the yeah they can, yeah. And then when it comes to diet, it's it's I just I'm just completely honest and relaxed with them. Like I'm I'm not going to force you to do something that you don't want to do. However, if you do it this way, these are the results you're going to have. And if you do it that, that way, those are the results mm-hmm. you're going to have. So it's it's a complete. I take the pressure away and then it was going to become more adaptable for them because it's more it's more their choice rather than oh they're doing it because of me.
1: Mm-hmm. How ultimately, um, ultimately, ultimately I was gonna say with humans it's all about choice, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's got that choice to make. So either you do want to make a difference in your body or like I know th- I've done it before, where I've paid for a program and I just give it up after two weeks and I'm like, oh fuck's sake, I was trying to pay for that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that's
2: Another thing I do with that is I, I always say to them, um, like with my lifestyle plans, I always get them to take a photo before because um, weight, there's no point in watching your weight. Some people have had who have, who have shed a load of fat, but they've stayed the same weight because, because of muscle mass. So I do, I do always say, I say don't get stuck on looking at pictures. However, have them there so you know how far you've come mm-hmm. so that when you do get to a certain point, you don't you don't mentally you don't want to revert back to where you was at the beginning because you can reflect on the mm. lifestyle you had and that's how what it created the, like. the way you look are yeah are there I any mean.
0: spiritual milestone obviously you've got like the visual milestone of, of look how out of shape you are look how in shape you are now are there any and, and are your clients open to the spirituality side of things
2: yeah a lot of them i think because of what i post on my instagram um a lot of people might even come to me because of because of the the spiritual shift that they see um, or that they've had from reading my posts um alone um so, so yeah, to that. yeah what kind
0: of stuff do you talk so i've I've not um watched the spiritual videos on, on Instagram what kind of things do you, do you speak about
2: well no, not even just do, I don't really speak about it too much, but a lot of my um captions might be um no i i suppose what well, I don't know what you class as spiritual but a mental shift, I suppose mm. is spiritual in itself, so with the psychology um of, of what I've studied and then reading more into spirituality and I I write a lot about that and then I'll I'll repost um you know like little little caps. You know how yeah. you get little what do you call it, pictures Me- with writing on yeah, it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and M's, then positive memes <laughs> positive Yeah. Memes, yeah. <laughs> um and then if if I see spiritual quotes from there I'll put it up. Um, there's a, an, an amazing book called "The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success" by Deepak Chopra. Oh, it's Chopra.
1: Deepak, Deepak yeah. Chopra, yeah.
2: yeah, that's he's he's really really amazing, and it just like when when you start reading things like that and putting spirituality more into your lifestyle and to motivate you, I I just find that it's an amazing way to live a certain lifestyle that you want to live because it's. It really makes you realize that you are a spiritual being, and you can create changes in your universe, and you can do tests with that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there was one time I done it where it was really funny. Um, in between clients, I would sometimes go to coffee shops and and do my online guides, and um, and why did it? I think at one time. Well, prep. In prep, they give me a free coffee because they they do it with like some people. I think if you're, yeah, Yeah. I guess like I was just like naturally happy, and I thought, and I thought, okay, I'm gonna do it with that, and and I'm gonna um, see if I can attract the the free coffees, and literally for like within those those two weeks. About every other day, they was giving me a free yeah. coffee. So it was just like, That's it was, so weird. and then I and then my clients started actually offering me coffees without me asking. It was, <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it literally was. So when you do a little test like that with yourself, you you then mm. not realize you can do it on bigger things.
0: The prayer test is a really good test. I did that. We've well, actually done the print test. Yeah, yeah, four, I, four weeks. I, I kind of I didn't believe it was working, so I did. I went to the. I wait I used to go to Warren Street and it kinda of got to this weird point where I felt kind of guilty. I was like oh, this poor guy, he does it every day. So I changed the person I was getting served by, and they gave the freak of as well as <laughs> well. No. Changed the shop, same thing. Do you know what it is? It's yeah. walking in and going, hi, how are you doing? Are you okay? Yeah. And then like, what the fuck? No one's asking that
1: for like, months. yeah, but do you buy? Yeah. So do you have to buy something to get a no. free coffee? They're like, hey, this no. one's on me. Yeah. No way. I, mean, I promise you. Pratt. That's so weird. Someone at my work said they got a free coffee. The they day from Brett. It. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one it's just Brett. But do you know why they're just Brett? Do you know why? Because you just the- look. at this right now. We're Marketing. talking about Brett. Yeah. yeah. Marketing.
3: I tell you, you only ever share with your friends <laughs> the things that you find interesting. We've got a few minutes left. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. That's It's interesting at the moment. man from. No, it's interesting. I was just it's wondering quite
2: good for keto actually. Oh really? Yeah, they do. Did you find lot. that? Yeah, they've got avocado and crayfish
3: and dive right. in. Here. Go. <laughs> no, I was just uh we had our sort of laundry list of posed questions, Yeah, not we? Yeah, just let's looking at a few list. minutes. Um and, and some from the listeners as well. These of course we've we've put out our story, we've got some questions in from the listeners. I was wondering what are some um, in your industry that you work in, what are some what is terrible advice? What 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 te- is terrible advice is, is that word what is some terrible advice that you've heard in your industry
2: so if people want to bulk some people will say oh you can literally eat anything and just make sure you're eating loads which yeah you're going to put on weight but you're not going to put it on in the right places and the places that you want to put it on um that'd be one but then you do see a lot of i don't uh, i don't really take in um, bad advice will go in one ear and come out the other mm. for me, so I, I, the, a lot of it I wouldn't even remember, but I do see a lot of people with, some people bad form. Have a you seen anyone
1: of... online when you're like, bollocks? Mm, <laughs> I bet there's a lot of like, that. I bet there's a lot, because Instagram's a bit, yeah, fluctuated with a lot well, of... it. it's not
0: regulated, No, so exactly. I've like been like, get down, do it. Me. I mean, actually, can there be, because no one's going to follow them, because you give us research, what they're saying.
2: Well, that, well, that's the thing, if you... It's, again, it's a, it's, a, it's a mindset shift. So if you're constantly looking at things and, and you disagree with the things that you're looking at, mm. but you still consume that energy, you're still taking it in and you and you start saying, saying, oh, they're doing it wrong, they're doing this, blah, blah, then you're going to watch that more often. But because I don't do that, I filter that oh, out. I only, only watch so stuff true. that's positive. It so. isn't
0: just food. It's also the stuff you're consuming on social media. Mm. Yeah. I need to stop following people that I enjoy to hate. Because there were actually people on social media that I'm like, yeah. Oh, so, like, I mean, I'm not going to say his name, but <laughs> I'm not saying it. Oh, but I would watch them and be like, oh, you fucking oh. But I kind of like <laughs> it because it's annoying me. I'll
1: comment, I'll comment it as well. <laughs> no, I'll have a little fire then, emoji. Like,
2: that's you giving into it again. So, so mean, it's it's, been a, it's having some self discipline. Um... Ian's
1: battling with so No, no, dying. no. No, like, no dying's actually linked to social media a lot, isn't it? With what you, yeah, like you said, like, what you consume 100%. That's no, the Stephen Baller thing. He was always saying that. Being that like,
0: do, diet
3: doesn't stop do, with what you eat. Do you want, do you want to finish? Do, sorry. Do you want to finish on the? Um, I like. We never got to the hate point at the beginning, but do you want to finish on that question? The the the, the, the first, first question. question. Oh, my people. The uh, question. Well, he's got two stock questions. I've got Two questions. Go. One.
0: You've got a room full of 21-year-olds. Actually, only two years younger than you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you've got a room full of your mates. Room uh, full of 16-year-olds.
3: 16-year-olds.
0: 16-year-old bonnies. And you've got a big Bobby. megaphone. Bobbies. <laughs> I
2: get it so much. Nice. Oh, sorry. Worry, worry. It's
0: because of the, sur- the surname as well. So it's like, I <laughs> go. Oh, yeah, okay. um, yeah, you've got a megaphone, and you've got one bit of advice to give them. And they're all there, eyes and ears wide open. What would you say? Mm.
2: So many things. <laughs> um, the, the main thing, okay, is the the typical term, life is what you make it, isn't just so typical because if you really deep it, that falls into law of attraction and the energy that you give out is the energy that you're going to receive. So if you're giving out positivity, you're going to receive positivity. If you're giving out negativity, you're going to receive negativity. So if you want to live a positive life, know that it comes within you first.
0: Well, I like that. I like oh, that. That's nice. nice. This is a deep question. Are you ready for it? Oh, shit. <laughs> <clears throat> that's a really good sound effect. <laughs> thank you. That's a little botany present. <laughs> <laughs> ah!
2: That's
0: what I thought I was going <laughs> on. She's
2: <laughs> going um, to start some ad-libs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: okay, so what do you think the world sees when they look at you? Ooh.
2: Oh, I've so never been asked that question before. Um, you? <laughs> um we a po- Um Yeah. Um
1: We're not helping. I feel oh like, God. One who oh, no, no, I, feel like I who to be Am I allowed to ask you
2: after what you see after when you look answer. at me? Yeah, sure, a, if <laughs> a positive, healthy fitness person? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. Uh, a young
0: entrepreneur. Nice. Yeah. Fine. I'll take it.
2: Yeah? I
0: mean, I, I would agree as well. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's what I see when I look but
3: at I you, to be fair. When yeah. I see,
2: what I see when I look at myself is someone who's on... Like, I think that's what the question
3: kind of means, kind isn't it? Of, oh. In a
2: way.
3: In a way? Because it's
2: different what people look at or What you do, do you think people... You okay, yourself. when
3: people stumble across... What, what are you scared of people might think of you? That, yeah, is that another one? negative, Okay. I'm not...
2: <laughs> yeah. No. no, <laughs> Not no. Right,
0: do you know what I like about that answer? It was extremely by the book. And, um, and normally we get tears to that answer. So that was
1: good to have a... Tears. Had, yeah, um, yeah. We've had... What's, what's, a the, we what's, the one, what's the one we've <laughs> had, had? Eat shit or something? No.
0: no. What? What what, I about? said, what does the world say with the lucky? Like eat shit? <laughs> no, the, oh,
3: that, was, that was a previous talk question. Okay. Um, we've been the dog days. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, have you
0: got another question? I do. Um, I was going to ask you... That was my question. You don't have another question. <laughs> no, I no, did. No, 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 no. no well, I'm just ending it like this. Um, I was going to ask you, firstly, what was your experience like on the little Days 2020? Oh, you can ask me a question as well. Nice. No,
2: I just, I know what, what some people think when they, when they see me now. Oh, They're okay. Really, yeah. All
0: right. Edit it back into there. <laughs> so, so, okay, we'll do it now already. So, Bobby, what do you think people see when they look at you?
2: Um, okay, not so much when they just look at me, but when they when I start speaking to people, um, they see someone uh, like who's a what's the saying older head on my shoulders. Is mm, that, the, saying? that is yeah. the same? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I really, I I really do feel that as well because it doesn't matter what age group I'm with. It's just I see them as a person. It's just and y- your energy. So, so yeah.
0: So wow, that, like that, yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, I, did I get the that same
3: after forty. Yeah. What is that phrase
0: again?
2: It's what like old it, yeah. head on
0: young old, body or something? Old head on new shoulders. It's
3: like
2: something, sho- yeah. something on a shoulders. Okay, it's that's shoulders. That's, it. that's
1: a nice <laughs> answer. Well, thanks so much. That was a really good answer. Thank, Thank you so very much for, for coming on. on, Bobby. Thank you very much. If our me. listeners want to find you, they can find you at?
2: Oh, um, jeez.
1: You know your profile. My Oh, yeah, my
2: Instagram is at Bobby Bonello.
1: And Ops. website they want to visit your website. I Don't
2: think. have my website out just yet, but it will be linked in the bio the book when it
1: comes.
2: On well.
3: the bookish yeah, and my <laughs> book and everything. else. <laughs> 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 Sorry, did I say Bobby or Bonnie? He, he said, said Bonnie. Ah, Bonnie. Uh, oh, yeah. Because I thought okay, fine. Anyway, thank you so much. Very <laughs> good t- Bobby's
2: a boy's name, so a lot. Of, well, <laughs> okay. Seen as a boy's name, so a lot of people do. And it, it is because he was surname That would be a good answer.
1: What does the world see? The lucky boy. Boy. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you very much. don't forget to subscribe like thank you bye thanks for listening guys don't forget to follow us on our socials at the Dog Days Pod leave us a comment let us know what you think and we'll see you next week